Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong. And BJ, we are the champions. Let's start celebrating USA basketball. We had our concerns, we had our worries, but we come away with the gold medal. We did it. Uh, did you watch this game? Did you enjoy this game? I, I had a great time. It, it was nice. It was nice to get back to uh, the pinnacle point for uh, basketball for the States. Four straight gold medals. I did watch. I was nice. concerned. And I want to say... I was concerned at yes, times. Yes, I yeah. want to say this. You know, at the beginning of this journey, I was very concerned. Mm -hmm. As I, like everyone else who were following... Uh, USA basketball should have been concerned. Yeah, we talked about roster construction. It, right. it didn't really fit. Didn't, FIBA didn't basketball. really fit. Okay. Yeah. So at that time, they make some some moves, right? They added yeah. two starters. Now I didn't think those both of those guys. I didn't think two out of those three players who joined the team late because they were in the NBA Finals, Devin Booker and Drew Holiday, would be as impactful. Arguably. They were behind Kevin Durant, who was clearly the best player on the team. Yeah. Drew Holiday and Devin Booker was as impactful on both sides of the ball, in particular Drew Holiday, as any player on the team. Agreed. Okay. I'm getting a Drew so Holiday. Now, uh, uh, think, yeah. think about this. If the other teams that were competing could have added two starters. <laughs> to their roster. Because that's basically what they did. They added two starters. Mm -hmm. And then Chris Middleton, they add who, whatever you want to call it. Let's just say he was in their top eight. He yeah, he, he was a luxury he, to have off yes. the bench. Okay. Then they add JaVale McGee because they, they figured out finally they need some shot blocking and all of those things. Okay. So give Team USA credit. They... Moved very quickly, but more importantly, those young men, they stayed, they stayed locked in. Yep. They could have fragmented, they could have gone in, but when those when those guys got there, Drew Holiday, you didn't you don't know how that's gonna work out because there was no practice. Okay. Those guys two weeks ago, we were just talking about them in the NBA finals. And then yep. suddenly they changed from going from because you always hear me say this, Tate, it's a totally different game. So they go from the NBA game to the international game. Suddenly, Drew, Drew Holiday is picking up full court again. Yeah. Playing exceptional defense again. And he, without question, was the leader on the defensive end in how they were going to play. Because if you're going to play, as I've said before, you got to extend the defense. Drew yep. Holiday was the catalyst that he is a terrific on-ball defender, make no doubt about it, whether it's the NBA or now you can see him doing an international play. So give those guys credit. They stayed in the fire. In particular, let's Coach Pop stayed in the fire. Yeah. Because he was getting a lot a lot of critics, a lot a lot of people coming and, after Coach Pop after the loss to France. But, yeah. but but we must remember their entire team wasn't there. They had the battle of COVID. There was no practice. Mm -hmm. All of the things, like everyone else. Yeah. But give those guys, and, and you heard me say this, Tate, even though all of that was true or untrue, I always said they had the best roster 1 through 12 when it's all said and done. Without question. Were they, they had the best roster. Were they playing the best? No, at that particular time, for whatever the reason was. 
Okay, they lost not once, twice if I if I remember correctly. They lost two games. Yeah, they lost two exhibition two games. Two exhibition and games. They lost one real game. Yep. Maybe those losses is what they needed to wake themselves up. But certainly those two guys in particular, Devin Booker, really all three of them, Devin Booker, uh, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton, that was an added boost. When you can bring in two starters into a team late and no one knows, there's no scouting report of how they fit in or what they do. Drew Holiday literally got off the plane and 10 hours later he was playing in a game. All and, and like you said, was the second best player on the team. And was in like double figures. Okay, yeah. so give those three guys credit because, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, it takes a it takes a toll on you. And those guys came right off the plane, thrown right in the fire, and all three of them responded. And Team USA responded. And big, big ups to Kevin Durant. All right, I want to yep. make sure because Kevin Durant, and I and I said this tape. Last year, and I want to say it again. I can't forget that he's coming off a major injury. An Achilles, okay? which is usually he's coming off a, a major killer. injury. Yeah. Okay. For him to continue to battle through and continue to play through. To, and to play extra basketball. Yes. And you could see what he's doing. Now he's looking healthier and healthier and healthier as he goes along. And for him to be able to respond like this under duress after a major injury because I know mentally that that's a, that's a big achievement for him. Mm -hmm. What he was able to do, especially in international play for him to be able to play against Rudy Gobert and switch on point guards and, and to play the five, play the five yeah, exactly. <laughs> to do the things he's doing, especially on the offensive end. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Now, I'm not impressed with his ability to score. Kevin Durant is going to be 70 years old and still be able to get 25 or 30 in a game. That man can just <laughs> score. He is – that's a gift. Okay, you don't just work on scoring the basketball like that. That man can just score that basketball. Half ball yeah. will score. Yep. What I'm really impressed about is his growth and his leadership. And I like the fact that you can see him beginning – to not only be the best player on the team, now you can see his leadership becoming come into play. And I respect that about him because he's continuing to add to his game because mm -hmm. he could have been doing anything. And he had a valid excuse. Hey, man, I need to let myself rest and recover, da-da-da. But you know what I, what I respect? He likes to hoop. He don't like to play. He likes mm -hmm. to hoop. Kevin Durant is like those guys I grew up with in Detroit. Basketball will always remain number one in his life. I don't care what he's doing. Kevin Durant could be in the middle of whatever he's doing. If I called him up and said, hey, 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 KD, there's a run going, he would be like, where is it at? Mm -hmm. Kevin just likes to hoop. You could tell. He just international hoop. NBA hoop. Rucker Park. Rucker Park. Yep. Pickup game, a run in the backyard. KD is going to show up at the run. He's a, he's a hooper. So give him credit here. I thought it was a great, you know, I, I just liked how he was putting his talent in with the rest of the team. He, you know, he can score 30 and still lose, but he scored 30 when it was time to win. He brought the game. 
he brought the energy to the game. And that's what I love to see with players when they're playing with the purpose. And I, I, I want to say that in particular with KD because he really played great basketball. And I know how difficult it is, because I, I, I say it, I try to say it in the best way I can. That's a different game. For him to be just as effective in the international game as he is in the NBA game, that's difficult. There aren't a lot mm-hmm. of players who can actually do that. You know, you saw Luka Doncic. You could see Evan Fournier is a different player. Nicholas Batum. Rudy Gobert is a different Even player. Even Gobert, yeah. Is a different exactly. player. You know, Frank uh, Nilakina is a different player. Dante Exum. Those guys play in the NBA. How about our guy, Patty Mills? Yeah, 42 in the Browns. Okay, with some barbecue sauce on it. Okay, (laughs) so that's a different game. And those guys are good players, but they're different players in international play. And for Kevin Durant to be able to switch, but more importantly, he understands that. To me, because he doesn't play a lot of international basketball, but you can tell he's watching international basketball. Yes. He's a hooper. He's familiar with the guys. He, yes. He's a hooper. He he just hoops. Kevin Durant is going to he's that guy. He's that guy. Mm-hmm. And I know guy, I grew up with guys like that. He just wants to hoop. He don't want to play. He wanna boom. Where is the run? And I'll play whatever position. Just get me in the run. So great job. You know, Coach Pop. You did great. Your defensive slides, you sent that over to me this morning. It looks great. And uh, it was a great achievement. I thought this was a great, great achievement by all of Team USA because they really had to fight for it. Even though they I was going to yeah. say, that, that, that there's beauty in the struggle, right? It, this was not an easy path to a gold medal. They had, you know, so, some low points. They had some moments of doubt. They had some, obviously, some detractors. You saw after the game, KD, uh, you know, <laughs> responded to some of those people with joy. But the leadership aspect of it all, yes. the fact that he gets Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and says, these guys just won a championship, and then they came here and did this. Right. They deserve their credit. You know what I mean? That is that is that's leadership, legit, and that's what Kevin has evolved into. And I, and I, I want to point something out, too, that was I thought was really important for, for the world to see. You know, these guys, we talk about these guys, and, yeah, they make a lot of money. Yeah, these guys are professionals. Yeah, these guys, you know, they, they're, they're living their dream. But Rudy Gobert... After yesterday's game, you saw him have a little moment. Yeah. And that meant a lot to me because when you do something, young people, and it means something to you, it's not just something you do so you could be popular or you do because you want to make money or you do it because, well, everybody else is doing it. When it means something to you, it's going to hurt. And you could tell that he, I mean, Rudy he was Gobert, Yes. Look, that Rudy Gobert is already won. Rudy Gobert is making over $200 million. He's already won. <laughs> Defensive player of the Def- year, all that. Rudy Gobert's already won. got the won. accolades. Yes. But when you do something because you love it, it hits a little different. And to see Rudy Gobert play his heart out the way he played and leave it out there in their court, he had every reason because that's when you know why you play. And I've been there. And that's why, I, you know, it's important to keep talking about the game is because it means something to you. Rudy Gobert, I want to applaud him and say, you know what, it, it, it should hurt. Losing 
should hurt. You know, as Pat Riley and all the great coaches said, you know, basketball is about two things, winning and misery. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. That's what sports is about. To see the game hurt like that in that moment, I I, I actually take, got up and applauded him because you know what? It means something to him. And all of the kids here in the in the in the in in the United States, that's how the rest of the world feels about the game. The rest of the world, that's how they feel about the game. We saw it with Luca when they lost to France. I mean, he broke down. And I, I just want all of the young people that are listening, when something is meaningful to you, it's going to hurt. And Rudy Gobert, thank you. Because you know what, we we can hide it, but it means something, and that was great to see. I thought overall the 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 the, the tournament for basketball was phenomenal, incredible, incredible performances, and under the circumstances, you know, we're all dealing with what we have to deal with. I thought they pulled it off, and great for the USA to come up with the gold. And four straight gold medals. And when Jerry Colangelo kind of took over this operation with Team USA, we're coming off 4 in Athens, which was, I mean, you, you talk about things off the court. I mean, this is 9-11 is going on. The team is dealing with terrorist threats. They're staying on a boat. You know, certain players don't go over there like Jason Kidd to play. So that was this isolated incident. Then we re-kind of shift the system. Coach K comes in and we win three straight gold medals. And then... The world games don't go our way. We lose to France. There's all these conversations. What is American basketball? Has the rest of the world caught up? I think it's understood that the rest of the world has the talent. And like you've said multiple times on the show, Arvidas Sabonis, Tony Kukoc, Drazen Petrovic, the talent has always been there at some level. And then we saw it with Argentina and the golden generation and Spain and obviously France now. So it's not surprising, but it is. Uh, it, it adds another kind of energy uh, and enthusiasm when you see the, the USA be able to put a team together. Like you said, they're thrown together. They don't play much international basketball with each other, and they're still able to figure it out and sacrifice and, and get a win in the end. And that says a lot about this team, this group of guys, and I'm happy for this group of guys. I I, I could see how much it meant to Jeremy Grant and JaVale McGee and some of these guys that even, didn't even touch the floor, right. but they were connected to the game and they were connected to well, the team. Well, I, I, I want to say this. I think from this point moving forward, it's no longer a shoe-in for Team USA to win the goal. Yes, agreed. From this point moving forward, because you can see the confidence in which these other countries are playing with. And the thing that struck me about all of these games is that when the USA lost, even in an exhibition game, there was no more celebration. Mm. That's what really struck me about all of this is that now they really, and I say they, the rest of the world really feels they have an opportunity to be, you know, a goal. A, 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 I mean, before the game, France was talking about they expect to win gold. Yes. I mean, that is not the the ethos uh, that we've seen. In exactly. The so I think, you know, you, you can see now you, you're going to need our very best and our very best to be at their best because anything less than our best right now is probably not going to win. Mm. That, that's, that's, that's where we're at. It, with the exception of... Kevin Durant had to be at his best. Yes. He was the best player in the okay. event. Therefore, we won. Ke- Kevin yeah. Durant had to be at his best, and it was still a one-possession game late. 
So I think from this point moving forward, Tate, we want to say that say this here. Congratulations. But anything less than our best is probably not good enough anymore. Mm-hmm. Because the rest of the world, they're coming. They have young kids with young talent, and they're only going to get better. And and most importantly, our mental edge of intimidation and all of that, it's over. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's over. These Luka Doncic and, and Rudy Gobert's, and they're no longer in awe. Now they are coming there. They're disappointed with the silver medal. And they're familiar with you because they watch you play in the NBA and they know that they have an advantage when they go back to FIBA basketball. It's like they have a home court advantage almost because of how much they play international basketball and are familiar yeah, with Yeah, and, and, Kev- and give and this is why you say Kevin Durant is a hooper. Kevin Durant is... Skill set is unmatched. That's what he said after the well, game. Well, he... he, he, he <laughs> look, he's, a, he, he's 6'12", as we all know, right? <laughs> and... He lists himself at 6'9", he's, but he's 6'12", he's he's right, as we know. <laughs> and Kevin Durant, like, you know, with the exception of Jordan, I don't know if I've seen another player that can go and be at that level in both leagues. Like, international basketball, he's elite, elite, elite. And in the NBA, he's elite, elite, elite. Like, I mean, he's done this now. What this is his what his second, third Olympics? This is third. He he's won three straight gold okay. medals. He was there in twenty twelve, so twenty sixteen. And he now without question now he is one of those unique players who can go back and forth. Right? He he's won. Fundamentals translate. Well, it doesn't always translate. It's mm. a two, it's a different game. Okay, you you you. These players over in Europe, they're fundamentally sound, but it doesn't always translate to the NBA. Yes. Doesn't, that is true. Doesn't always translate. It's a different this is what this is what the hard part is. You're going, well, it's, it's a it's a ball and two baskets. It's, it's the same, right? You know, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, you can watch. I mean, look how different Devin Booker is as a player in FIBA basketball than when he's on the Phoenix Sun. I mean, it is a different It's a different game. game. It's a di- so Kevin Durant is one of those unique players now that clearly he understands the difference. Okay. And, you know, there was a play last night that really struck out to me. That stuck out to me. I said struck out to me. That really stuck out to me. <laughs> You're in baseball. Yeah, bro. I am. You got your I, tiger I, I am. On. I am. <laughs> and Rudy Gobert steps out to Kevin Durant. He steps out on Kevin Durant. Yes. And he moved his feet in a way I hadn't seen him move his feet. Well, because he he was he was trying to show, well, you can guard me on one end, I can guard you on this end too. I'm fine. I can switch out. But the fact that he did it because my normal way of watching the game in the NBA is that's a that's a bad matchup. But in FIBA, it's a good matchup. Because mm-hmm. of the physicality, really. Well, the physicality, the rules, the help. And all of the things. Mm-hmm. So just it's just like little things like that that really just see so you go, it's a totally different game. Like Rudy Gobert, like they're throwing him, they're posting him up right under he looks like Shaq. Yeah. 
But in the NBA, you're going. And he's got the confidence of Shaq in FIBA basketball. You know what I mean? He he. When he gets matched on a little guy, he is literally just give me the ball right now. I got to score. But in in Utah, he doesn't do that. No. Because the game is different, and this is <laughs> the 24 second clock, and mm-hmm. all of the things are different. It's just a different game, and that's what makes it fun for me. Is you, I have to stay sharp and watch the game and go, oh, okay, I forgot which game I'm watching. Mm-hmm. What? Like Frank hits it. I mean, I mean, how how shocking is it to see a French team that has so much more size than the U.S.? I mean, we they were, were playing two seven footers last night. Exactly. Right. Exactly. They're playing two and seven we, footers. And, we, and, and guess what? We only had one seven footer. His name was Kevin Durant, who played. It, 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 so it, it's just great to see. It's great to watch. But it's fair to say now, it's a different game now. I think this is the last time you'll come over here and I'll, and, and they'll say. The NBA is is the favorite. I think they're, you know, I think the roster construction, they will always have the advantage. But without question, these other countries now, we better get used to it because they're going to start performing. They're going to start playing. And they didn't come there to win silver. I can tell you that. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Peacock. Hey, basketball fans, if you're as pumped for the Tokyo Olympics as we are, you're going to want to sign up for Peacock, the streaming service from NBC Universal. Peacock is the home for U.S. men's basketball with every Olympic game streaming live. I'm sure you watched them all as we went to the gold medal game. Get excited by checking out a behind-the-scenes look at this all-star team with the Peacock original docuseries for ball and country. This six-part series gives you courtside seats to the 2021 training camp in Las Vegas. Watch as Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, and the rest of the guys fight for the team's fourth consecutive gold medal. P.S. They did it. Plus, take a stroll down memory lane with never-before-seen footage of former Olympic players from the iconic Dream Team and the Redeem Team. Don't miss a minute of the action and go to PeacockTV.com to sign up now. Back to Pushing Through. LA 2028 is the Olympics that I've kind of pinpointed in my mind. As we think about 1984, that's when Bobby Knight, Michael Jordan, you know, all those guys come straight out of Kyle. Patrick Ewing, they all play on that team. Um, you know, and win gold and Bobby Knight says to the world, Michael Jordan's the best player he's ever seen. 2028 to me might be the time where we have a watershed moment where like you, like we're talking about, we all as a collective country realize, Hey, Spain's amazing. France is amazing. You know, our, you know, all these Slovenia with Luca is unstoppable. Who knows? Giannis might be playing for Greece at this point. I mean, there, there, there may be a different conversation then. And, and that could be great for basketball because as we know now, it's a global game. Yeah, it, I mean, look at the NBA. That's just what it, it is. is. Um, before I forget, can we give a, a special shout out here to JaVale McGee? Yes. For winning the goal. Congratulations. I want to I, I, I clap. I, I, I want yeah, to clap, clap for him. I mean, what a great I, I, I mean, think I about mean, I just want to say this because it, it's just mind-blowing to me. He's got three... NBA championships. Three. He's got now a gold medal. Yes. And he's a Grammy-nominated producer. On a Justin Bieber album. Okay. And, (laughs) you know, a sidebar. He has a gold medal, and his mom has a gold medal. The first mother-son ever. Ever. History. Ever to have a gold medal. In the Olympics, and his mom played in the Olympics in '84 in Los Angeles. Shout out to Pam. Yep. So shout out to Pam McGee and the McGee family. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing, and I'm so happy for him. 
I couldn't be happier for a better person. He is just an amazing, amazing career. And um, when I think and about an amazing it, guy, I mean, like one of the nicest. Oh, people, he's one of the, best he's the he's, guys, like a consummate pro. He's the, at all he's time. the best. He he is he's the best. When I tell you positive energy and positive vibes, I mean, that's what he's all about. He's just about positive energy. And you know, when they gave him the call, I mean, he basically was on a plane within twenty four hours. So. When you say ready, when opportunity knocks, <laughs> okay, Javale was ready. You know, yeah. before I could hang up the phone, he wasn't in I was Cancun. like, "Where did Javale go?" And he's like, "He's already at the airport." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I mean, what any papers are signed? He's on the what? Way. What, yeah. what an amazing, amazing accomplishment! So I just wanted to make sure you shout out to that. But what an incredible, incredible, and hopefully we can maybe get those two on and and they can compare their gold medals. That's an, an amazing achievement. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, JaVale was the greatest insurance policy that we had as a team because, you know, these other teams like France with size, they didn't know at the end of the day we had the option to go to JaVale if we needed to add that size. But luckily, Kevin Durant was able to slide over and guard the five right. and the one and, and be a supreme talent that he is. So it, it did help at the end of the day, you know, with, with the, the, the mental aspect and the understanding of the roster of the USA. So. It, it was great for JaVale. It was very fun. And I'm excited for him to come off this gold medal and then join a team that just went to the NBA Finals. Because as I said on our last episode, if you follow JaVale, you're following the championship uh, you know, team nine times out of ten in at least the past five years, whether it's the Warriors, the Lakers, the Nuggets before Jamal Murray gets hurt, and now he's going to the Phoenix Suns. So it's it, it, it's a great time to be JaVale McGee. It's, a great, it's great to be JaVale McGee. It's great to be JaVale McGee. So... That's awesome. Great for him. And uh, no, it, it, it was awesome. I, I, I really enjoy I, I, re, I really enjoyed the Olympics. I've enjoyed all of yeah, the Olympics. I was yeah, the Olympics have been great. Same. But, you know, again, we, we have to give a, you know, a, a, a huge congratulations because it didn't always look good, Tate. It didn't look good. And but give those guys credit. They fought when it got hot in the kitchen. They stood in the kitchen and yep. um you know, I I just want to give out um, congrats to all those guys. But I think now young people, all the young players, strap them up. Because right yeah. now, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I did want to throw out uh, the women's team as well because they have been absolutely dominant yes. for – they've been even more dominant than the men over the past 40 years. And you mentioned Pam McGee and – Dawn Staley coaching this team. She's right. one of my favorite coaches in basketball. She is a you know just one of the best um, that there is. And Asia Wilson is one of my favorite players in basketball. Both South Carolina uh, when they were at South Carolina together and playing with Team USA, and they are on their way. Hopefully, knock on wood, to a gold medal themselves. And you know when when you have the men and the women dominate like they have, and you got Tarasi and you know uh, Brianna Stewart and and all these players on the women's team. It's great to see American basketball in the place that it is, and it's great to celebrate American basketball because in the NBA and WNBA, it gets very divisive, as we know, with fan bases and favorite players and you know people putting other players down because they like this person. It's nice when we can all get together and, and cheer for them because we right. have so much homegrown talent, and that, that was the best part of the Olympics. Yeah, it, it, it's been great. Celebration of competition and, you know, so many people we can point out. You know, I was watching Allison Felix – yeah, I mean, <laughs> 10, 10 medals at this wow. point, insane. Wow. I mean, what about what about Italy? Yeah, 
I, they win the four by I think the four by one hundred relay. Yep. Yep. And they win the, the hundred meter uh the hundred meter uh you know uh race, you know, the fastest guy on the planet. I mean, wow. Which was never, you know, it, it was never really in the car. Yeah, like, right? where did that come from, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it was like, wow. It, it, it's been great. I mean, overall, it's been terrific. And, um, yeah, so here we go. Um, you know, 2028, it's around the corner. Where is it? Where's the Olympics at next? In Paris, right? The Olympics is in Paris oh, next, wow. oh. and then it comes Well, to we got to set up so shop. We got to have the podcast there. We got to get that set up, you know. Oh, I'm I'm all in because, you know, I, I love – look, I, I love the French team because they got the Jordan logo on their jerseys, and I know Michael's set up in Paris, so I, I'm down to go to Paris. I think France is going to have the home game that year, you know what yeah, I mean? This, yeah, yeah. This could be the time that they try to take the gold medal from the we US, have to so get, we, we have there. to get that set up. We got to get that set up, so – I'm in. I'm in. In L.A., we live here, so 2028 shouldn't be too. Yeah, that, that's that, that that's it. Too. So I think the next eight years, that that's it's kind of worth. <laughs> that's our window. That's our window. That's pushing through his window. Uh, one more thing before we get out of here, I want to shout out Megatron, Calvin Johnson, uh, getting into the Hall of Fame. Your guy, um, you know, Bill Cower. There was a bunch of big names right. that, that go into the football Hall of Fame this weekend, but. There was no one that gave me more joy uh, as an ACC football guy watching Megatron at Georgia Tech. I've never seen anything like oh. it. Then he went up to the Lions, and, man, he had like 400 yards in one game receiving because they just throw the ball up, and he can bring it down. Uh, we, and, uh, we, he, congrats. He was just Congrats. That's, you know, that's my Detroit Lions. I'm always repping the D. You see that. You see I got the D here right now. Always yeah. repping the D. So congrats to him and um, and all of the inductees into the Hall of Fame for football. Yeah, Peyton Manning, a lot of big names. Uh, it was it was a good weekend for sports. It was great to see, again, Team USA win gold. Uh, BJ, anything else before we get out of here? Winning water, my friend. You got to make waves. We will see you early next week. 